the Hotshot with Kids Podcast Network. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Hey, it's never o'clock. We're the Hot Shot Wiz Kids with Mike Klein Jr. and Mark Donville, and this is TV Cynics. What a great theme. I know. Like, you know what? I didn't know that. Well, first off, this uh, theme is from Matlock, but uh, the song is like, I don't know. It's like jazzy. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. I'm like bobbing my head over here. Seems like they put a lot of work into theme songs in the 80s. Yeah, today it's just, it's a formality. You have it for like a second and then you just get into the show. Cause like, listen, man, we only have so much time for the fucking show. We, yeah, we like some shows don't even have theme songs anymore. Yeah, but every once in a while though, I think they have it in reserve because when their show runs a little short, they have their theme song kind of extended a little bit. Yeah. I, I've noticed that. Um, <clears throat> We should do a whole show on theme songs, maybe. I think should. we did before. Yeah, we probably did. Years yeah. ago. Do, it again. do it again. There's new ones up. Anyway, um, so today we're doing um, sort of a, uh, instead of just focusing on one show, we're focusing on a, a genre of sorts, what I like to call old people shows. These are the shows that where I'd go over to my grandma's house in the 80s and early 90s, and this is the shit they would watch. Surprisingly, though, Golden Girls, not an old people show. That was beloved by all. That is true. That You'd true. think Golden Girls would be an old people show, but it's like, nope, everybody liked it. Sorry, I'm adjusting my microphone here. Yeah, I hear that. What's going on over there? You wrestling somebody? Well, the wire keeps rubbing up against me, and you can just hear. <laughs> Man, that wire thinks you're hot. Yeah. It's rubbing up it's against me. Inappropriate. Oh, I couldn't stop it. Because I, I remember, I remember, um, my grandma would be always watching. They loved Matlock. She loved uh, old Perry Masons as well. Sort of same. Michael, quiet! I'm watching Mothlock. The she called her stories too. Yeah, like for some reason. Well, you know what? I suppose old people shows are empowering, right? Because for the most part, the elderly just kind of sit at home and don't really do much. So you're watching this show where you have all these old people fighting crime. They're solving mysteries. They're catching murderers. They're out doing things. So I think a lot of people were living vicariously through them. So I'm, I, I feel good watching this. Look at this. Look at Angela Lansbury. Fucking kicking ass. And they probably weren't even that old. They seemed old, but they were probably like 50 or something. I know. <laughs> like the really Golden Girls were... Like, the Golden Girls weren't even that old. They were like in their 50s, I think, when it shows started. Yeah, in my mind, like all these shows, the characters were like 80 and they're all doing shit. <laughs> but yeah, they're probably pretty young, relatively. So Matt, we'll start off with Matlock because we played the theme. Matlock was a show starring Andy Griffith, who I guess was like, I don't know what he did in between. The Andy Griffith show and... and uh, there was a big stretch. Or how long was the stretch? Because I imagine it was... 80, it was on nine seasons from 1986 to 1992. And then on it switched to ABC. Because it ended on NBC and they're like, whoa, we're going to no. grab up, we're gonna grab some of that uh, Matlock cash and we're going to go... I was thinking, no, between Andy Griffith's show and Matlock. Because what did he do in between that? That's what I'm saying. Well, let's see. I can yeah, see what it. was it? Like, when did Andy Griffith's show finish? 
And then did he like? Yeah, it had to be in the sixties still. So he he took like a twenty year nap. Let's see, television work. First, he, the first show he was ever in was Make Room for Daddy. Oh, I saw porn by that name. Oh, you know what? That's because it was a. It was a, that wasn't his first show because he was already playing Andy Taylor on the Andy Griffith show. They must have just stuck him on some other show like to promote the Andy Griffith show. The Andy Griffith show was on shorter time, period of time than Matlock. Eight years, 1960 to 1968. 249 episodes. He played Sheriff Andy Taylor. You know what's interesting? You, watching the Andy Griffith show, you wouldn't have guessed that Don Knotts would be a way bigger star than whatever his name is. What's you, his real name? Andy Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's a character. <laughs> Uh, Whatever that is, no, real Andy, name Andy, is. Andy Griffith, that's his name. <laughs> Andy Taylor is his character. Okay. Oh, is it? Yeah. Andy oh, Griffith is his real name. Andy Taylor is his fake name. Get out of here. Uh, he's like a Tony Danza type, you know? Oh, I had no idea. Do you know, do you know Matlock's first name? Matlock. <laughs> no, that's his last name. John Matlock. Glenn. No. Glenn Matlock. Um, Either way, who would have guessed that Don Knotts would have been like the breakout star? And by the way, the spinoff of the... We didn't do the Andy Griffith show because it's boring, old fucking shit, but... Yeah. Um, the the spinoff, Gomer Pyle USMC, started in 1968, and it, like, it ended at the exact same time as the Andy Griffith show. Mm. But then there's another spinoff, Mayberry RFD, and he was on that too. Yeah, who knew? And then he in, in, this, in a show called Headmaster, he played Andy Thompson. He really is a fucking Tony Danza type. Yeah, I know. Like, dude, you, you if if you we call you a different name, you just get confused. In 1971, he was played Andy Sawyer on the new Andy oh. Griffith show. You know what? That tells me right there that dude was so fucking dumb. <laughs> he would just get so confused. Do you like, think it was right, dumb? Your character's name is Jesse. Or was it because people knew Jesse. him as Andy, so they just kept him as name as Andy? Uh, I'd rather think the worst of people. Um, then he played, uh, he was on the Mod Squad in 72. He played George Carter. That was just an episode. He was very confused by that, that George business. Yeah, he did a lot of, from after that, he did a lot of TV movies and single episodes. He played Arnold Lovejoy in Hawaii Five O for an episode. He was on a show called Go Ask Alice as a Priest. Pray for the Wildcats, a TV movie called Played Sam. He was a sheriff again to Sam. He played two Sams in a row. Hold on. He played... Sheriff Sam McNeil in Winter Kill TV movie. Then Adams of Eagle Lake, he played Sheriff Sam Adams in 1975. Ooh. It is on beer. Yep. He has a lot of cops, so, professor. All right, all right. But we are we are talking about Matlock, correct? So he didn't really do anything regular until until Matlock in 1986. So Matlock is a crime-fighting lawyer? Is that it? He's, he's in the role of a criminal defense attorney. Show up, uh, let's see. Yeah, because yeah, I remember him solving crimes more than lawyering. I know. Like, is am I just remembering wrong? Because I'm thinking, in reality, if he was fighting crime also, that's pretty illegal because, like, you, you're not authorized to go out. And I don't think it was fighting crime. I think you investigate. The show centers around widower Benjamin... Well, I guess his, I thought his name was Glenn Matlock. It's Ben Matlock. I was totally uh, wrong. wrong again. I was thinking of Glenn wow. Quagmire. 
You know what? I would have kept quiet about that. I just would have went with it. Ben and Glenn, they rhyme, dude. Man, show everyone how well, how you fucked up. Wow. Ben Matlock, a, reno- a renowned, renowned, folksy and popular, though cantankerous, attorney. Usually at the end of the case, the person who is on the stand being questioned by Matlock is the actual perpetrator. I love that you committed a crime and you're getting called as a witness and you're just like, okay, I'll show up. Well, you would show up because you don't want to look suspicious. Like, listen, you know, I'm pretending I didn't From what kill I've that heard, guy, the, uh, but the, the, when, whenever the, you find a body, you got to look around because the, the person who did it is probably standing around looking. Like, that's like their, that's like their porn. That's what I do. Whenever I kill someone, I pretend to be a witness and I just stand back. I'm like, Oh my God, what happened? Oh, yeah. This guy, he, he stabbed him to death. I, he looked totally different than me though. I want to add black guy. Complete whatever I am, the complete opposite. It was a a lot rather large woman with blonde, short blonde hair and glasses. She was Hawaiian. <laughs> short blonde Hawaiian woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matlock is and Matlock will expose him or her, despite making it clear that his one goal is to prove reasonable doubt in the case of his client's guilt. He studied law at he Harvard. He was such a good lawyer. That's the thing. His he his lawyering skills were so on point that if you got on that stand, he would get you to confess to whatever it was. And somehow he knew beforehand that you were the killer. So, but he goes under the pretense that yeah, you're just a witness. I know, I know. Let me ask you some questions, and then he gets you turned around and all confused, and all of a sudden you're like, all right, all right, I did it. Yeah, I guess he was just like a super lawyer. Yeah, so I think that's like every episode. He, he also, it says here, he loved hot dogs. You know what? Me and him, we can agree on that. We don't agree on much. That, that was his thing. It's like eating hot dogs. Like every episode, he'd be eating a hot dog to celebrate, to celebrate his case. Now, he would also show up on another show called Diagnosis Murder. Believe it or not. So Glenn, Glenn Ben Glad, Matlock, Ben Glacklock would show up on Diagnosis Murder. Now, Diagnosis Murder, here's the theme song to that show. I hope this is good. So far not. Starring Dick Van Dyke. Wait, what a turn. In the beginning, it sounded spooky. Now it sounds goofy. It's like a noir now. I like the beginning part better. No Matlock. So, Diagnosis Murder was an American action comedy that started in 1993 and went till 2001. Comedy? What? Well, it's Dick Van Dyke. Wait, he can do other things. The plot centered around Dr. Mark Sloan, played by Dick Van Dyke, a former United States Army doctor who served in a MASH unit. Man, if you're gonna have a guy serving a MASH unit, you should have made like one of the MASH guys the doctor in the show. I know. Like whatever. Um. Alan Alda's character was named. He's just a doctor on the show. Yeah, you know what? People would have, uh, more people would have kind of uh, hung on to that because, like, oh shit, is this, is this kind of like a MASH continuation? I think oh, they did do a MASH continuation, if I recall. Did they? Yeah, I think so. Um, after his service ended, Dr. Sloan became a renowned physician. See, he's renowned just like uh, Matlock was. Yeah. Physician and consults with local police departments. And he can't resist a good mystery or friend in need. Cases often involved his son, detective. See, his son was a detective and he'd like worm his way into his cases. Yeah. Like, dad, you're a doctor. What do you have to do? You're not in law enforcement. Well, if he was a coroner. 
is he a coroner or is he just like a nosy doctor? Is that renowned, renowned, I said renowned, renowned physician. It doesn't say. But he's not a coroner. It's like he wasn't working with the police. He just kind of like, you know, wormed Also assisting Dr. Slonar's colleagues, medical examiner, pathologist, Dr. Amanda Bentley. Okay, so that's how he got his way in. Played by Victoria Roll and Dr. Jack Stewart, Scott Bayo in the first two seasons. Scott Bayo played a doctor. Man, you got a really... Uh, well, that's suspension of disbelief yeah, right there. This moron's a doctor. Dr. Scott Bayo. <laughs> I mean, he's a doctor of love. We all know that. Oh, doctor. He was later replaced by a new resident, Dr. D- Jesse Travis, played by Charlie Shratner. Shratner. Charlie Sheen. Do you think that anyone with the last name Van Dyke changed their name? Because that's not a common name. Do you, do you work with anyone with the last name Van Dyke? You don't. There's no one in the world except for him. Yeah, that's kind of like a like a thing you see in the story in the story. Yeah, in the like I, I've never even never heard of anyone having that last name except for him, unless he made it up. So the, the thing about. Um, Diagnosis murder was that Fred Silverman, the producer, he insisted that every season of the series was devoted to one episode as a backdoor pilot. Really? Yeah. You know what? That guy had uh, kind of foresight. He's like, listen, man, let's just keep throwing pilots at the wall, see what sticks, make me some more money. Season one, Sister Michael wants you. Delta Burke starred as Sister Michael, a crime solving nun. I guess that never that went became to five mysteries. That never went to series. How to Murder Your Lawyer, Michael Whitfield and Leah Remini star star in a crime solving lawyer's Arnold Baskin and Agnes. So it's all crime solving people, every backdoor. Because it's it's a whole genre of things where like Mark, it would be a crime solving Mark. You know, we'd be crime solving we're podcasters, but we also solve crimes. Which I'm surprised no one's done yet. Yeah. With all the with all the true crime podcasts, that would be easy to do. Yeah, so at some point, there's going to be a show about a couple of guys who have one of those murder mystery podcasts. And it always starts and ends with their podcast. But yeah, and but and like once the podcast is over, they go out and they're hitting the streets and they're actually the ones solving the mystery. Yep. And then they come back and talk about it. Yep. Which we should do. Let's solve mysteries. Actually, the one guy did it in real life. There's a podcast that I listened <laughs> to where he went to this town and he started digging around where this girl was murdered. Well, internet sleuths, so as they're called, are very arrogant. They think that a lot of cases have been solved by internet sleuths. That's what they say. Yeah. Um, season two had two backdoor uh, pilots. Georgia on my mind, a possible backdoor pilot about a female private investigator played by uh, Daphne Ashbrook. You know what? Again, there was another porn that I saw called Backdoor Pilot, but totally unrelated to these shows. Though. Was Backdoor Pilot a Backdoor Pilot? Yeah. Did Backdoor Pilot have a Backdoor Pilot? That's what I want to know. Yeah, how come porns don't have Backdoor Pilots? Like, the girl the guy's with, all of a sudden you get, you, she has her own show coming up. <laughs> I see. That, that does happen. Look, wait a minute. I seen her in that other porn. Holy shit. What is this, a continuation? Have they ever had a porn, like, series? <laughs> Like just a whole yeah. series, like, like ten episode runs. Like they they get in different adventures. Mark wouldn't like that because uh, like too story. much story. But some people might enjoy it. What well, do you recall that there was a a porn story type thing where it was like a kind of porn house and they were like in competitions and things. Yeah. But why why couldn't you have like a well written? It, it did happen. Pornography. 
like that show normal people has a lot of sex in it but it's not hardcore but I saw you had the hardcore sex in it by the way normal people someone made a super cut and put it on Pornhub and they took it down they they sent them a cease and desist and said hey take that shit down this is our this is our arts you can't be super cutting sex scenes together not but okay um, yeah i don't for some reason people wouldn't don't they don't like it they don't want to stand for that shit it's like listen this is a show and that's porn and we don't mix them but there's shows that are pretty much they have a lot like game of thrones had tons of sex in it yeah but not you know hardcore yeah it's some hardcore shit no they didn't no, you i said they should they should they should have but again people wouldn't have liked it they, they kind of keep those worlds separate it would really disrupt the plot when you have to go through the whole porn Okay, first she blows them, and then he eats her out, and then they have, you know, they go well, to 30 different... So much, well, there's only so much time for the actual show. Like, you wouldn't be able to... The plot would, like, be stuck. Like, the plot's been stuck in the same spot for two years because we have to keep having these extended sex scenes. If half the show are the sex scenes, then, like, there's not much time for story. Exactly. That's why, that's why porns don't have any stories. Exactly. Yep. Anyhow, um... There's a lot of more. Back, there was another back, back door, back door pilot, Tracy Gold. She's a, a detective, and then um, Fred Dwyer is police chief masters. Did any of those backdoor pilots like? We got to stop saying backdoor pilot, or you do anyway. Um, did any of them stick? Did anything <clears throat> come of it? Absolutely not. Wow, man! How many times did he like? He tried. 150 pilots and none of them happened. What a failure. So the, the, back to Matlock, in this, after the series ended, his, his love of hot dogs was explained in 1997 episode Murder 2 of Diagnosis Murder. Matlock blames Dr. Sloan for recommending a disastrous investment in 8-track cartridges in which he lost his savings of $5,000 in 1969. Forcing him to... Had they had their day... For that, that forced him into wearing cheap suits and living on hot dogs the rest of his life. The guy's a fucking renowned lawyer, and he and he, he doesn't have enough money for anything but hot dogs. Are, is, are all your cases pro bono, dude? I don't know. Come on, man. He has a lot of clients, obviously, enough that he has a show about it. Don't blame everyone and it, else. A good lawyer is always going to... They're going to have plenty of money. Well, yeah, he's obviously he's in demand. He, he has a lot of cases. Like, so what are you charging people? That's on you. Hot dogs. All you got to give me is a hot dog with, with the works, and then I'll take your case. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down, buddy. I don't see any relish on this. I said the works. Mm -hmm. do, the do, 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 what do you get on your hot dogs? The works? Well, I don't buy hot dogs. Like, you know, like lone hot dogs from people. So That's because you never go to a sporting event or anything. I've bought... Yeah. When, yeah, I, when I had jury duty years and years ago, every day I would go to this hot dog guy, who I think has since, since left us. Um, like dad or moved? I think, well, I don't know if he's... He had a horrible stroke, and he had to uh, give up the hot dog business. It was really sad, because he was a super nice guy. He was a gay guy. He was super nice. You're all usually nice. You're right. And a lot of times I would get my hot dogs plain, but he would ask me what I wanted on it, and I'd feel bad, so I'd tell him toppings. Then he'd remember the, like, the toppings that I just said just to make him feel better. You know what, though? I think normal, like, on those rare occasions where I do buy, like, a street hot dog or something, I do say everything. Just because, like, the toppings are free. So it's like, dude, get your money's worth, man. What if you're, like, a party and they have, like, 
hot dogs available, and then they just like, give all the condiments out. I'd probably just keep it simple. Just put some ketchup or ketchup and mustard. That's like, traditional. I got all I got all day for this shit. What about relish? What did I just say? You know what I like on hot dogs? Mayo. Dude, I love mayo on fucking anything. I am a mayo fan. I'm a fan of the Mayo Clinic. I'll just you just go there. <laughs> you thought that was an actual like where's all the mayo? What the fuck? What is this? I came with my helmet's jar. <laughs> you thought you could fill it up? Yeah. It was empty. Yeah, so Matlock and Diagnosis murder, they were just uh they were uh solving crime. Well, I guess Matlock wasn't really solving crimes. He was mostly like doing his job but so is he defending people he's defending or... people and finding the real murderer okay not only am I going to defend you I'm going to find the guy who actually killed that person okay well that's a good lawyer hell I... yeah OJ's lawyer should have done that for him because people are just going to think he killed somebody for the for the rest of his days but if, the, if his lawyer if Cochran would have said my client is innocent and here's the real murderer they had like a, a Scooby-Doo reveal yeah. off the mask from somebody. And then then OJ would be beloved again. Yeah. And he wouldn't have to try to steal all the stuff from that guy and go to jail for 10 years. Dumb fucking dream team. Sure, they got him off, but then, you know, he was poor and he didn't have his Heisman Trophy anymore. And everyone still thinks he's a murderer. So what's the point? Yep. No point as far as I can tell. Will there ever be any, like, 100% evidence that he murdered them people? There already was. It's called DNA. They already had 100%. But there's still doubt, I think. Well, there was only doubt because uh, the jury wanted there to be doubt. Well, listen, Mark, if the glove doesn't fit, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. A a blood-soaked glove that was sitting in the evidence room? (laughs) It didn't fit properly, huh? And you think he tried to put that on normally? He was like one of those actors, like in those um, infomercials where you can't do shit. I don't know if you recall, Mary, but the, the cop was a racist and he hated oh, rich yeah. black athletes, all right? So what he did was no. he planted blood all over the place. Yeah. So there was 100% evidence that he did it, but it didn't really matter. How about this? Maybe Goldman murdered her and himself, murder suicide by knife. Wow. But no one's ever, I've never heard that even, anyone ever even come up with that idea. True. It's probably true, right? Very possible. Anyways, next up, now this person would have solved it. She would have solved it. This is a murder she wrote. Angela Lansbury. Is that the character or the real lady? That's the real lady. Old people love this kind of music. Though. You know, we can't call them old people anymore. We can call them dead people now. I know. All the fans are dead. <laughs> 90% of the audience who watched Murder, She Wrote, Matlock are dead now. I know. It's like, that's, you know what? That's sad. <laughs> All your fans are dead. Like old people, like old people now, they watched, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they weren't that old. What is what is old? What, what counts as old? Because you'll hear a 33-year-old go, oh, I'm old. I can't stay up anymore. 70 and up probably right yeah I think well I think 65 is like official I'm gonna say 65 oh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you don't tell my dad that though. he'll get pissed yeah I know 65 and up cause like yeah. no one's gonna deny like this guy's 65 but super young a really young 65 yeah you're fucking 
I get angry when people get to go like, oh, I'm old. I go to bed early. Like, Fuck you. I'm older than you, and I don't go to bed early. I don't know what I'm so angry about someone going to bed early. Fucking but... days, all right? But still. Let people go to bed whenever they want, dude. Who cares? No, I will never. Anyway. Um. Murder. Oh, anyways, Murder, She Wrote was a series that started... What was her character name? What? What was her character name? I'm getting to it. All right. The show started in 1984 and went until 1996, so a 12-year run. Also, wow. um, so it came on before Matlock. Huh. And she then the... Um, <clears throat> let's see what... It, I'm trying to look for... Her. Series producers Peter J. Fisher and Richard Levinson thought Lansbury would be the perfect part of Jessica <laughs> Fletcher. That was Levinson, man. He's prolific, right? Yeah. I've seen his name associated with a lot of shit. Wasn't there a bunch of Levinson? Like, isn't there like Barry Levinson? And isn't there a bunch of those it's guys? Family thing. I don't know. Yeah. I do recall seeing Levinson a lot. <clears throat> for the part of Je- Jessica Fletcher, but did not think she'd be interested in the television series. Meanwhile, she's on for 12 years and plus movies. Yeah, you didn't know she was interested in making money. So I knew Angela Lansbury. Wasn't she in Bed Knobs and Broomsticks? Was she? I think so. I haven't seen that shit in like 30 years, so don't ask me anything about that. Also, is Angela Lansbury still alive? No idea. I assume she's dead because I feel like she was old when that show started. Wrong. She's alive. She's 94. Wow. Good for her living. Do you know what country she's from? Before she was born. I always assumed she was born in England. Yes, she was. She's British American. Good for her being alive, though. Really hanging in there. Is she doing anything? What was the last thing? What was? What's her last credited work? Uh, her filmography. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, at ninety-four, she probably hasn't done much lately. Yeah, I'm assuming that you know she's so old that like, listen, she's just kind of hanging out, and she's got to have some mailbox money, right? I mean, Murder She Wrote is probably in syndication somewhere. Yeah, I, would, has to do shit. I like how you call it mailbox money. Yeah. It's the industry term, I guess. It is, yeah. Uh, the last movie she did was Buttons, A Christmas Tale. What year? 2018. Good for her. Wow. Oh, she was, in the, she was in The Grinch. She was Mary McGurkle. Driving Miss Daisy. Is that voiceover? I think so. Mr. Popper's Penguins. Huh. Man, she's still working. That's nice. Yep, she's in bed noms and broomsticks. Miss Eggleteen Price. Man, talk about a fucking career. How, like, I mean, you couldn't even name all the shit she's been in. The last show she was in was in 2017. She was in uh, Little Women, the TV series. I didn't know that was a TV series. She's in some Law and Orders. And then there's a lot of like Murder, She Wrote movies. Murder, She Wrote, The Celtic Riddle. Murder, She Wrote, The Last Free Man. So the premise behind Murder, She Wrote, she's a mystery writer who on her spare time, when she's not writing mysteries, she likes to go out and solve mysteries? Or did mysteries just kind of happen to her while she was like, listen, I'm at this hotel writing my mystery novel, but while I'm here, someone's murdered, and instead of the police doing their job, I'm going to go and solve it. The show revolves revolves around a day-to-day life of Jessica Fletcher, a widowed and retired English student. They're always whittled. Whittled. 
riddled. <laughs> Is that because if they had a wife or a husband, they, like they wouldn't be able to go crime solving? Probably. But the break. Like, well, she'd have her husband hanging around. It's like, why are we going to this hotel? Stay home. The show mostly starts with a preview of the episode's events. Oh, remember when they used to do that on shows? Coming up on this week's... Like, version. I don't know. Like, I understand at the end of the show showing next week. But yeah, in the beginning of the episode, they show you what, what, what you're about to watch. Yeah. Like, I'm about to watch it. I don't need this. Tonight on Murder, She Wrote. And then, like, show me all these clips. I guess something... You're wasting forward. precious time that you could put in the show. I know. This doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I'm already committed mm. to watching it. I'm like, I turned the channel. I'm here. With Je- okay, the show smarts for a preview of tonight, the, the episode's events with Jessica stating tonight on Murder, She Wrote. Tonight on Murder, She Wrote. Jessica invariably proves more perceptive than the official investigator of the case because they're all always bumbling idiots. Yeah. Or almost, or almost always willing to arrest the most likely suspect. Yeah, well, he, he did it. Yeah, he looks like the guy who did it. And then by... by by carefully piecing together clues, she and asking astute questions because she's a, a, a mystery writer. Yeah, she she always manages to trap the real murder. Don't you think she would eventually get murdered? Yeah, like if if I'm a murderer, I have no problem killing people. I I randomly murder people. I have no conscience. I'm good with that. Now I killed someone. They arrested the wrong guy. I'm free and clear. Great. Now I see some elderly woman going around asking questions. You think I have any problem killing her too? Well, you caught me. I guess I'm gonna have to kill you now too. That's the way it usually works. Yeah, I kill her. I guess the cops well, always conveniently show up right after she catches the guy. Uh, the easiest way to kill an old person, make it look like an accident, you grab them, you bring them to the top of a, a flight of stairs, and toss them down, and people will just assume, man, she probably took a tumble, and you oh, know, so it's so frail. Couldn't you just push them over? Well, again, you want to bring them to the top of the stairs because if you just push them over, that's by no- the way, let's see if she's ah. ninety-four now in four years, she'll be ninety-eight. Then Good you math. Sub- subtract that by forty. She was oh, fuck. What's name? Fifty-eight. So she wasn't even that old, really, when the show started. Yeah, again, you know, not elderly, but at the time when we were watching it, I don't think she's old enough where I can just push her over and like break her hip. Again, breaking a hip isn't going to kill her. She could, could be in a lot of pain. Eventually it could. Listen, my but, grandma uh, broke her hip and it was all downhill the, from there. Exactly, but she could still finger the guy who did it. What? <laughs> That's another term. Oh. Another porn term. See, it's pretty erotic. I know yeah. you broke my hip, but let me uh, use my digits on you. Sure, lady. <laughs> um, You're all right. Yeah, so there was 12. See, that is a lot of episodes. A shitload of movies. And back then, a season was, what, like 24 episodes? Yeah, probably. 12 times 24? Holy shit. There's 182 episodes. I mean, it just goes on and on. They all, like, there's episodes called Nail, The Quaking in Aspen, The Secret of Gila Junction, Big Easy Murder. The last episode ever was uh, Death by Demographics, but doesn't give an explanation of it. Probably because these were all, like, boilerplate, these shows. Well, they were all one and done. There wasn't, like, an episode where she said goodbye, probably. It was just, you know, we had an episode. Well, this, the, this is my last case I'll solve, not counting the three or four TV movies that'll come out. <laughs> no. 
it's not like she's ever going to say like, well, I mean, she could have said the character is no longer writing books. Like this is the last book I'm going to write. So in essence, that would mean that I'm no longer solving mysteries either. I always, um, it always makes me think of Agatha Christie. Cause when you're in school, they're always like, Agatha Christie's like the best mystery writer ever. I don't know if she was or not. Yeah. I've never read an Agatha Christie book. <laughs> I met her in a little bit of one. I, I have no interest. Well, she died a million years ago. So how good could her books be? I don't know, but there are classics. Like really, I I don't read any of the classics. I suppose I I read like Homer's Odyssey for school, but I, I've never read Moby Dick or War and Peace. Is or it true? Isn't it true that in Homer's Odyssey he never mentions the color blue? Well, in a lot of books you don't mention every fucking color. You never mentioned pink either. No, there's a theory that people didn't have a name for blue because there's not a lot of natural occurrences it, of it. The weird thing is, they never looked up and saw the sky. But it was just never the sky. Saw. It was just the sky to them. I think some flowers are blue, aren't they? Listen, I'm telling you I'm telling you what I heard. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. People's eyes are fucking blue. Don't they call them something? I don't know. They call them something else. Look it up, man. I'm telling you. I, I, I kind of don't want to. And the final show, we did these in a weird order, but... Yeah. The, the final show that I that I put in the same genre, and there's probably other ones that we forgot about, Father Dowling Mysteries. Now, yeah. I'll play the theme song first. Crime-solving fucking priest. Spooky. <laughs> We're having a mystery. Me and my nun. She's kind of hot. But of her, you'll get none. <laughs> That's a good song. I know. I just made it up. Um, I had the biggest crush on... Um, on that nun. On that nun. What was her name? Something Nelson. Ricky Nelson? Ricky Nelson's sister, but... I don't know. Uh, Tracy Nelson. I loved her. You know, I was super young when the show was on, but my grandparents watched it. I used to be like, oh my God, she's so hot. To this day, you were sexually attracted to nuns. No, because I don't. There's not many young nuns anymore. There, there have to be because they're still joining. I, wasn't there a show about women like joining the you know the nunhood, the I don't sisterhood? Know. What do you call it? I the thought only, there was, but like you know, they're super weird. The only nun I know is like um, Mother Angelica. Yeah, I only know old nuns. She was I don't know super gross. But man, <clears throat> you know, like you. Uh, are you like clinically insane today? If you're like an 18 year old girl and you want to join, you know, the, what, I don't know what the fuck you call it, but you know, become a nun. But do, the sisterhood. There's gotta be something wrong with you. Sisterhood of the traveling pants. Why don't we have a movie called young nuns, like young guns, but young nuns. <laughs> and they're all hot. <laughs> it's, a serious, it's not like a, it's not like a, a spoof. It's like a real show, but there's like six or seven you know hot nuns. Might they're 18. Yeah, you know. You By know, default, I, some of them have to be. What percentage of 18-year-old girls are attractive? I'd say like 90%. Well, maybe not that. Oh, well, by your perspective. By your old-ass perspective, yeah. I don't know. You know, that's a good question. A lot of them are. I'm, I'm curious. I don't know. Anyway, give me the show. The show features a Catholic priest, Father Dowling, obviously. I mean, the show's called Father Dowling Mysteries, but it stars Mar Father Mark. I know. 
Father Mark Johnson. Who the hell is Father Dylan? I don't know. Um, who solves it's murders? A mystery. Why we name it that? I don't know. How, does this guy ever have mass, or is he just wandering around with his nun? Hmm. Who solves mysteries, abductions, and other mysteries? Oh, sorry, solves murders, abductions, and other mysteries in a Chicago parish. I wonder if he breaks some of his vows because it's supposed to be like confessional is supposed to be, you know, sacred and he's supposed to keep that shit to himself. I wonder if he uses some of the clues, some of the tips he gets oh, from tricks, tricks them. Yeah. That's a good idea. And like, you know what? I'm hearing confession. So now I know there's something going on. Like maybe I say, you know, I'm going to confession. It's like, I did this. And now it's like, wait a minute. I think this guy might've committed a crime. No, I'm going to go and solve, see what's going on. You know, that's a common movie thing too, where you'll be sitting in the, uh, you'll be hiding in the confession booth for some reason and like this person will get in and start confessing to you and you're like now you're here you, say five Hail Marys I guess you're like yes my son and yeah uh, he's assisted by his young streetwise nun Sister Stephanie super hot yeah I guess it's from it was based on a, a series of mystery novels but neither the pilot TV movie nor the, the show are actual adaptations of any of the stories yeah, good for them. Did their own thing. How long did the show run? Father by Mistress is on from, uh, there was a TV movie in 1987, then it aired from 1989 to 1991, so not long. Yeah, you know what? It feels like it lasted longer, but I, I don't think I, I'm not sure that I watched it. I think my, my mom did, and I was just kind of around, but I don't have, like, actual recollections of the show. You know, my grandparents watched it, and I'm, and I'm happy about this, how the show ended, because... My grandpa died in November of November 91 and the show ended in May. So he got to see this whole series. Oh, that was nice. Because you know, a lot of times you die and you, like if you die in the middle of the football season, you never get to see who won. Yeah. So you want to die at the end of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Or, or does the Pro Bowl matter? Nah, I don't think you care about the Pro Bowl. Okay. So if you want to die in between, you want to die in the off season. Or, if you, or if you like a show, you want to die at the end of the series. Yeah. Because remember, um, what the fuck show was it? Some cancer kid, I think it was Breaking Bad, maybe? Some kid had cancer, and he wrote to the uh, the creator and said, hey, I'm dying. Can you can you send me the, the series finale so I can see it before I die? And they did. Yeah, you know what? You're right. It, it was Breaking Bad. I do recall hearing that. So if you're dying if you have cancer, you got to write to all your favorite shows. Listen, man, I, I need to see the end. Yeah, but it's not like they have – a lot of the time, they don't even know what the end's going to be. It's true. Hey, they could just they could just tell me that some shit. I'll believe them. Like, yeah, you know, I was kind of toying with this idea. Like, I'll write it down and say that's a script, and you can just read That's basically that. what they did with uh, Game of Thrones anyway. Yeah, it's like, well, we don't have an end because the guy didn't write the book yet. So, so and, they went up we to were, his house and like, hey, I know you're, I know you're gonna, you're still writing this book. Can you tell us the end? Because we're kind of done with the show and we're gonna finish it up. And it's like, well, I mean, yeah, the guy gave us some ideas, but we have other jobs too. So we'll just throw some shit. So we'll together. just totally fuck it up and uh, we'll race to a perfect, like, the show. Yeah, we'll just race to the end. Yeah, because we got other stuff to do. Yep. All right, done. Fuck it, good enough. So Father Frank Dowling is a Catholic priest who continually stum- continuously stumbles upon murder. Who the hell, what priest is stumbling upon murders over and over again? Abduction and other crimes in his parish. What do you want to bet there was never a mystery 
me about um, uh, child molestation. What do you want to bet that never happened? That says abductions. Don't abductions and mol molestations go hand in hand? No, it's a, a on TV. It's like uh, Colombian style abduction. Did you ever show, see that show Room? A ransom. The movie Room. I actually never did. Pretty good, but there was, you know, the dude impregnated her. I understand that, but I'm talking about for Father Dowling mm. Mysteries. They're not going to um, touch upon <clears throat> that topic because Catholic priests and molestation, they're going to stay far away from it. How hard are you for a woman that you just abduct one and hold, hold her hostage for decades? It's. I don't think it has anything to do with being hard up. It's almost like a fetish type thing. Like, whoever does that, obviously, just really gets off on that kind of captor, captive. But you got to be careful. When they start to like you, just assume it's a trick, and they're going to knock you out and run out. No, because you do kind of get that whole... But that's what happened in Room, I think. Is it? I never saw it. Yeah, she had a boy. She had a little boy, and, you know, the kid's like, he. that's all he knew. I I understand. I, I, I know the premise of the movie. I, what's it called? Room. No, not the movie where you start to uh, kind of like get on the Let's side see. of your captor. Yeah, that happens all the time. You they kidnap someone, and then like after a while, they're kind of like, okay, you don't have to live in the basement anymore. You can live in the regular house, and you know, even like at some point, you go shopping. You're out on your own, but you still come back. There's a name for it, but I I can't recall. It's not the Florence uh, Nightingale effect. That's where you fall in love with your nurse. <laughs> Yeah. Well, who wouldn't though? <laughs> Some nurses are hot. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm, that's what it is. Happens in Sweden all the time. Yeah, so Father Darling Miss, you know, like episodes will come up and uh I you know, I don't know. The show must have sucked, right? Every show must have sunk by today's standards, but it was probably good enough. But then again, it only lasted, what, three years? Yeah, three, four years? That's not much. So I don't think it was, like, the super popular show. Yeah, obviously not. Because it is kind of a weird point. Like, priests aren't known for, like, their skills. At least if you're a, you know, you're a mystery writer, you know, you have that kind of mind. So I, I could buy it. Or if you're a lawyer. Yeah, you know the law. You're a bright, you're a bright guy. You know the law. Doctor. But if you're a doctor, again... You're a smart guy. And you your son's a detective. Again, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a, I can kind of accept these premises, but you're a priest. And you have a streetwise nun with you? Yeah, I, I don't know. I remember she used to get out of her nun's outfit to trick guys sometimes. What's more believable? A priest and nun crime-fighting duo or Scott Bayo as a doctor? Scott Bayo as a doctor. Yeah, no wonder why they showed it in the last. Well, no, he just left the show. Yeah, still. No, Father Dowling Mysteries didn't last. Well, maybe they'll bring it back. <laughs> Is that guy dead? Wait, was it the father of the Oh, we didn't mention that. Yeah, Tom Bosley played Father <laughs> Dowling. I don't know why we didn't mention that. I know, we totally forgot. Like, that no, he's dead. Show. He's dead, and Tracy, Tracy Nelson would not be a crush of mine anymore, I don't think. Hey, can we do Happy Days? Sure. Yeah, let's do Happy Days and then, you know, later on. I have a whole list of shows. Shows that I have on my list coming up, I'll add Happy Days. Yeah. Friends, Little House on the Prairie, Step by Step, Head of the Class, Thundercats, He-Man, Smurfs. We're getting into cartoons. All in the Family, Scooby-Doo. 
Oinks, very stupid, Raggy. I was, he was gonna, about to say his own name. It didn't make any sense. The, the problem with this show is we like to do shows we've watched. I know. It's, and after a certain time, I don't, didn't watch like, so many shows. Yeah. But they're like, I'm not going to watch these shows now. How much fucking time do I have in my hand? Well, I'm I was thinking it for, for, for the purpose of the show, what I'll do is I'll watch the first and last episodes and then, you know, read up on them. You know what? <laughs> you should watch a middle one too. Okay. Just, you know, flesh it out a little bit. Because like Friends, we want to do Friends soon, but I didn't really watch Friends. So I don't know anything. I about saw it. it. I, I kind of stopped near the end, but you know, I know I know enough. If you could pick any of the women from from Friends to marry for life, who would it be? Oh man, <sighs> shit! It's a toss up between uh, Monica. What's her real name? Shit, I can't remember. Courtney Cox. And then Jennifer Aniston. Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston. It's my. It's a Although toss up. now you say that, but I think Phoebe's better looking than than um, Courtney Cox, who had tons of plastic surgery. Did she? Yeah. I don't know what she looks like now. No, no. Jennifer Aniston looks like almost exactly the same as she did. Yeah, I, I suppose Jennifer Aniston is like the the tops when it comes to that. But she has trouble staying married. I don't know what's up with her. Well, I don't need to marry her. That was my whole premise. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. I told you. You Fine. must marry one of the friends. I'd, well, whatever. I pick so Chandler we, personally. So we got a fucking divorce. Yeah, Chandler's happy. pretty hot. All right. Listen. How did the show end? So we can end this. It just ended. Just like our show. It just ended. I don't know. It ended. Yeah. There probably wasn't like a finale. <laughs> they solved the mystery, and that was it. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they both died. Cliffhanger. Maybe they just fucked for the whole last episode. <laughs> I would have seen that. I would have watched it. Yep. Anyway, our show's ending too. Anyway, AjaWizKids.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Tell a friend about TV.